Welcome to the Scott Shepard Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. Hey, what's up, friend? Welcome back to another episode of The Daily Scott Shepherd. Today's episode is number 235. It's coming to you from Little Italy, San Diego, California, on a 334 post-meridium, on a yellow, beautiful, sunny, happy, hot day. And for the past hour, I've been bronzing on my patio with my cat Brodus, and he has been rubbing his chin against the corner of my uh, book, one of the books that I read to start the day. And I would like to know, well, I take that back. I would like for you to know that it was a fantastic way. God damn it, Brodus. Just stepped on the freaking mouse. He hopped up here as I was talking. Never mind. I, I take all of this back. Everything I said about, I was going to say, I was going to compliment you, Brodus. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Jump off. Walk away. Yeah, I hope you feel embarrassed. Saunter on over. Okay, anyway, um, as usual, I like to start off these episodes by bringing in a ton of irrelevant material to just absolutely waste your time, energy, and attention. You're welcome. So today, what we are going to be talking about, and... If you're from the XYO crypto world and that part of my life, then listen to yesterday's episode because what I talk about is actually how I was able to create a cryptocurrency, how I was able to start a company, how I was able to well turn around a company that was negative $4 million in debt. And it wasn't me, of course. It wasn't just me. It was a set of habits, and it was luck, and of course, I can only thank the ovarian lottery of being born in the United States and not somewhere like, you know, I don't know, the gutters of Bangladesh, and the thing is this, what you see when you go on Twitter or whatever, when you see the price of XYO and you see just all of the great times and all of the you know fantastic things going on, what you don't see are the Saturday nights walking home from the office, you know, like four years ago at whatever, like 11 p.m. with your backpack on and you're walking by bars and people are like, what, what the hell? Like, is he like walking home from work or something? And you were just grinding and working, and you're trying to actually pursue something crazy that, you know, you're just is absolutely absurd to the point where you can't even think about what you're trying to do. You know, you have these beeping 
Bluetooth beacons that a lot of customers were not happy with at the time. And you're looking at this and you're walking by and you're thinking, well, hopefully all of the sacrifices that I'm making right now, well, hopefully they'll pay off at some point. But I don't want you to feel too sorry for me or instances like that because quite frankly, working on a startup, blasting the social network soundtrack and you know, working with extremely smart and talented people on a Saturday is what I would prefer to do anyway. <laughs> so you have to make your vocation your vacation. But at the same time, the reason that I have created and founded a cryptocurrency, which is on Coinbase, compared to those such as those that I walked by at the bar that were just out you know, partying, right, is the fact that I put in the work put in the effort, and more importantly, there's no days off. Sorry, hate to break it to you. Of course, there's days off for rest and relaxation, but your mindset, the way you approach life, there's no days off. It's not waking up and figuring out, hey, what am I going to actually do today? No, nothing like that. So what I cover on this podcast centers on the actual interesting work and thinking and stuff that I'm super interested in, which right now happens to be the seemingly boring world of personal knowledge management, aka how to develop your mind, how to develop your knowledge, how to get the most out of your reading of books and how to process them faster, how to take notes and have those notes evolve and be committed to your memory forever, be neuro-imprinted into your mind. This is something the best copywriters did in marketing, and it's something that the best writers and researchers and scientists have also done. And what I'm going to talk about today is essentially how you should think about what happens when you read a book. You see, most people think that you know, they hear advice like Warren Buffett, for instance, will just say, just read. You know, Warren Buffett reads for six to eight hours a day. They say he reads like 500 to 700 pages a day. Okay. He's like, just read. And he's one of the wealthiest human beings on this planet. Well, when you hear that, you think it's kind of like a boring process, like just read, right? You think when you read, you're reading a book. When you're reading a book, you're reading a book. It's not the case, actually. You see, and this is not just a principle life philosophy, me, me saying this. This actually comes, comes from the latest science and research in psychology, neuroscience, and the study of how the human mind and human memory works. You see, one scientist specializing in the field of memory pointed out that well, there's multiple things that take place when learning or when you read a book. You see, one forms associations. And they form associations not just based on the actual book or the actual content that 
he or she encounters, right, or he or she reads. It actually is associations formed by more things than just you and the book with you and the author, right? It is first, it is the book, of course, like I just said. But the second thing you form an association with and you have almost like a conversation with while you're reading a book is the external context, meaning the external context, like the environment you are in, the location you are in, where you are living, at what time point and time period you are living. Uh, you know, are you in a library? Are you on vacation traveling? I mean, we've all had that experience where we bring a book on a vacation and whenever we see that book again, right, we think of that vacation. That's called external context. So you're having an association and almost like a, a communication experience while reading a book with the external context as well. And the third thing you are you are also have, so I'll first give you the first two again as a summary. You're having a conversation with the book, meaning the content. That's number one. You're having a conversation with the external context you find yourself in, aka the environment you are in. That's number two. And number three is the internal context. The internal context are things like, well, the reason the internal context actually exists, or you probably know of it and have experienced it, and you may not even realize it, is ask yourself whether or not you've read the same book twice. And ask yourself whether each time it was the exact same experience, or especially if there were years in between each reading, if at a different time you had a completely different experience and interpretation of the book. I'm going to share with you tomorrow what internal context is so that you can think of it and understand it whenever you think of the act or practice of reading a book. And it's important for you to know because when you read a book, you're not just reading a book. And so many people discount the power of constantly reading. And you're going to start to learn about that tomorrow. And you're going to learn how to actually make it a part of your life. And I will try my best to not make it boring. Because, quite frankly, I imagine that most of the material and content that talks about well, the practice and what goes on in the memory and mind of reading is quite dry and pedantic and academic or just plain downright boring. But here's the deal. That's why I'm here, because I have read and am reading such boring literature right now. It's academic, it's dry, but you know what? For some reason... I love it, and I will make it fun and easy for you to understand.
So without further ado, I'm going to sign off, but not first, without reminding you to always remember to stay crispy, my friend, and to enjoy a nice, crisp glass of Chardonnay on my behalf today. And, well, that's it. So with that said, Scott Shepard is signing off on a Saturday at 3.45 p.m. Peace and love. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepard. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking-hipster-crappy product like all the other podcasters do. All right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.